You're listening to Let's Chop It Up with Zaz. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Let's go. Woo! <laughs> hey! Ah! Uh, you ready? No ceaseless you. Hey! Alright, welcome to Let's Chop It Up with Zaz, and we got here Vast Air. What's going on, brother? What's good? What's good? Peace to the family. Word up. There you go. There you go, man. So what's been going on with you, man? What's happening? Give us an update. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, the update during the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, how about uh, that? You know, um, you know. Um, first and foremost, I gotta say, um, rest in peace to my parents. I lost my parents this year. Um, it's been a crazy, it's been a crazy year. Uh, my mom had a stroke. She fought it for about a month. Then she passed on. And my dad was fighting cancer. So, you know, after my mom died, he he just let go also so um shout out to my family you know um shout out to everybody it's been a crazy year i know i'm not the only people that i'm not the only person that has lost people um yeah it's it's just been a crazy year um i lost my uncle um and this 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 was my mom's oldest brother and He's the reason that I understood every uh, Wu-Tang skit mm. because he was the first one to show me Shaw Brother movies. Okay? So it's amazing that I grew up, ended up making music with them, touring with them, and I lost my uncle. So it's been a crazy, reflective year. You know, if you to hear that, man. Yeah. If you was to tell me, you know, at 12, you're going to lose your parents in the same year. You know, you're going to lose Papa Wu, Kobe Bryant in the same year. I would have looked at you like you was crazy. But, uh. You know, shout out to everybody that's going through um, the zombie apocalypse, the pandemic, you know, shout out to everybody that's, you know, that uh, lost, lost somebody and and knows somebody that lost somebody and and is losing somebody right now. Someone is hooked to a machine right now and we don't know if they're going to make it or not. So I just want to say shout out to them first. Yeah. Shout out to them, man. Definitely. Um, as far as music goes, man, man, um, I put out a record, um, called Live from the Airport, and it's my latest record. I put out, I put it out twice. I just recently put it out again with bonus material. Okay. Because, you know, the pandemic and COVID has slowed up a lot of things, you know. 
And because things are slowed up, I said, you know what? Let's release it again. Get it to bigger markets. I'm going to drop it physical now. Good. Um, I'm waiting right now on the test press to come back to me. So um, shout out to the team, Crimson Guards, IGC Records, Out of Nowhere Entertainment. Shout out to them. Um, And look out for uh, Live from the Airport. You can actually stream it right now. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. Yes, it is. It's on Spotify, all the major uh, platforms. You guys could go check it out there, definitely. It's everywhere. Live from the airport. That's airport with a E as in my name, Vast Air. So that's A-I-R-E port. Live from the airport. Make sure y'all check that out. It's a great project. Um, It's a project that I put a lot of um, hard work in. Um, Shout out to my man, Cosmic. Um, He produced a couple of joints on it for me. Nice. Um, my man Thanos, shout out to everybody that contributed. I'm going blank right now. I'm sure I'll, as we go through, I'll be able to bring up more people. Um, but shout out to everybody that helped me put that project together. It's an important project. Um, and if I had to highlight a couple of the joints, um, definitely check out um a joint that my man Radicus produced is called Actual Facts. And in Actual Facts, I'm kind of predicting what we're in right now. And it's it's kind of scary. Um so I just had to I just had to bring that up because a couple of my friends they've been teasing me about me um having um the abilities to to foretell the future <laughs> but you know what though vast you've you've mentioned that a few times in some of your lyrics on your other stuff too though this is not the well, first time you've you know i mean well, depth, well, well, this well, well i agree i agree with you um <laughs> so that's that's it right there in the background. Um, wow, this is scary. I said, I basically, I basically said everything we're going through right now in like two bars. <laughs> so make sure you check out actual facts. Um, Again, um, I agree with you. I have spoken about these issues before, but I'm I, I'm a very I'm a very uh, I don't want to say melancholic, but I'm very dystopian. There's a there's a you know, that's what cold vein is. That's what, you know, I'm a very dystopian type of personality. Um, so, you know, I'm, I, you know, so I have brought up 
levels of 1984. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> in, in our in our everyday life, um, for the younger viewers, 1984 is a movie that is detailing what we're going through right now. <laughs> um, so go check it out and come back and be like, Vass is a lunatic. But yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, I have brought it up, but actual facts is scary. Yeah, that's actual, a whole nother level. Actual facts is just like... Wow. In, instead of saying COVID, I said the flu. Okay? So all you have to do is just switch out little things. And it's like, look when he originally dropped this digitally. Like, look at the date on the YouTube. I have a YouTube video up that is 22 minutes. It's the original album release. So look at that date and then look at everything, look at everything we're going else. through. Yeah, how about that? And you'll, and you'll be able to prove because when we re-released it, we were already in it. So I don't want it to look like I like wrote you just it because yeah. we were in it. No, I predicted. <laughs> your fans know. Your fans know. Vast. Your fans know. Fans, I want the fans to know that. I want the fans because we've been we've been cracking a lot of jokes about that recently. Um, so shout out to the team. Definitely. Um, IGC Records, Crimson Gods, Out of Nowhere Entertainment, and make sure y'all look up um, and stream live from the airport. Vast air. That's my current project. So I had to just big that up. Definitely, definitely. That's a lot of hard and, work. And that's a and that's supposed to be a, a a a prequel to Airplane. So I'm finishing Airplane up right now with my nice. team, and we're just going through little, you know, little art things and little mastering things, and we're gonna figure out the best way. To bring it to the people, you know what I mean. We we have a vinyl plan and all of that, so it's gonna be serious. You, you, you know, know what? I gotta say, every release that you put out, you definitely put it out the right way, and you always have you people. I've, 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 I've worked hard. I've worked hard. I've worked hard on every project and on certain projects. I went that extra mile to make sure they get released correctly. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I've been around the block. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get into that. We're going to definitely get into that. So, and I'm going to, I'm going to get into what's my favorite album too, of all your albums that you've put out so far. So listen, let's go back. Let's take, let's take the people through a travel, Right. Through a, through a vast air travel. Cannibal Ox, right? That was big for you, man. That was your your, your introductory, right? Your incoming, um, right? Um, I wouldn't say it was my introduction. For the most part. But I would I would definitely say but by the time Cannibal Ox was revealed. I was definitely, you know, 
Um, I was definitely a household name by that time. Um, of course, everyone knows the back history of Adam's family and um and the um you know um the indelibles. So the indelibles and Adam's family had a real good relationship. Um, I actually knew Bruin. I was I knew Breezley Bruin before I knew LP. Okay. So just just a note for the fans: the Juggernauts and Canox knew each other. Mm. Okay. Um. And uh, Adam's fam would start to open up for the Indelibles a lot. You know, they would be the main attraction. You know, at the time that was Company Flow. The Indelibles was Company Flow. Company Flow. Uh, the Juggernauts and J Treads. Okay. It was it was an amazing it was an amazing time. That was um, a that was a hell of a, a a label, man. Back then, yeah, they were they were sticking Sheesh. together. They yeah. they were they were sticking together, and they were you know shout out to Len, shout out to DJ Len. They were sticking together and making things you know making things work. Yes. Um. Shout out to BMS. And then out of that movement of the Indelibles and Adams fam kind of starting to work together, in that same movement, you get what is called Def Jooks now. So now, you know, Aesop Rock, who was doing a lot with Adams fam, you see how this works? Yeah. Everyone, everyone just started, you know. So yeah, you know. Uh, you know, any questions, whatever, you know. You was on a heavy roster, man. The roster was big at the time. Um, it started small, and then we would take our time and just build projects with with different artists. Definitely, no. definitely. That that was huge. To me, that was one of my that, that I could I could say those were one of my best eras when it came to uh hip hop was that Def Jooks uh you know era when everybody was popping like that, you know. Yo, man, um Def Jooks is it, it's a moment in time that that can't be uh you know uh forgotten or neglected. And I'm I'm glad I was a huge part of that. I'm glad that um people respect, you know, what we did. You know what I mean? That was huge, man. That was huge. Still to this day, those albums that were on that label still pop to this day. Yes, yes. A lot of what we did back then has aged well. You know, definitely. So the transition. From from that there, right? From that era there, there was like a little delay there 
in between that and Look Mom No Hands, which to me is a classic. To oh, me, it's a classic. Oh, respect, respect. I missed you. I missed you. I missed you during that time frame. What was going on with that? That time frame between then and 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 the uh the look mom no hands. Well, basically, I was busy promoting cold vein. Mm. So I was making look mom no hands and still and still promoting the cold vein because the cold vein was a slow long blow up okay it was it was like it was like the album dropped and it was and it was ridiculous but then the buildings fell mm. 9-11 happened 9-11 happened and that, that really made people say it's the cold vein you know what I mean? Again, us predicting things. So, <laughs> so, so 9-11 happened and I feel like that helped boost the cold vein. Um, the dystopian financial district on fire. Okay. Uh, and then you have to look at what's out with us. You have a Doom record. Shout out to my man, MF Doom. Yes, peace, Doom. Definitely. You have, um, you have, who else was out? You have a, a, a Jay Z. Record. If you go to Google right now, Cold Vein is next to the Blueprint. It's one of the biggest albums of that year. Yes, it was. Yes, it um, was. So yeah, Jay Z, holla at me. What's good? <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, um, you know. Um, so again, the cold vein was this, it didn't blow overnight. It blew in like two years. It was like that album that wouldn't go away. Yeah. It, it, stuck always, around. it always had a single. It was like, damn, they got another single on this. Who is this group? So it, it, it kept growing. And then other projects on Def Jook started to grow. And there was a lot of write-ups on that album, too. Yes. It was um, all over the place, man. Yes, yes. I did a lot of press. <laughs> I did a lot of press. I did a lot of work. That press, that press came in, man. That press came in. But let's talk about this classic, right? Oh, can you? I don't know what's going on here. So yeah, so you know, from from Cold Vein to Look Mom, I'm just working hard and promoting and you know, um 
I'm working hard and promoting and um, just, you know, trying to put the album together. And uh, I ended up in a bidding war. You, you know, Def Jux wanted the album. But, you know, they were busy. They had other artists. So I decided to go with Chocolate Industries. Chocolate Industries, exactly. Uh, they were based in Chicago. I had did a couple of singles with them. Shout out to Acrobatic, um, my man Acro. But yeah, so, you know, I had did a couple of singles with them. I had a relationship with them. They had some money. We was going to make it work. And we made it work. And um, that's one of my favorite pieces of art to this day. Yeah. In totality. The music, the artwork, the layout—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a fun project. I—I—I I, I scrutinize it right now. I see the mistakes on it right now, but uh, I love it. You said mistakes, really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. So do yeah. you feel? So do you feel like you're real? Uh, you're real critical when it comes to. Uh, like, uh, you know, obviously you're overseeing your whole project, but you feel like, yes. like you're very critical when it comes to that. Um, I'm, I'm extremely, I'm extremely critical when it comes to that. Um, you know, it's my artwork, it's my expression. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just can't see certain things because you're not at a certain level. Yeah. But the level I'm at now, I can critique all of my music and be like, mm, I would do this now versus what I did 10 years ago or, you know. Yeah, because yeah. you could you could definitely see the, the you know, the growth within the, the latest projects that you have prior to, to that yes one. yes i have you know i've always had a great voice but i feel oh. like i feel like i have a command i have a command over my voice right now that is unprecedented like and you know i get it i get it everyone's allowed to have their favorites yes i get it you were going through something when you was listening to that album. So it's attached to you. I get it. And I allow my fans to be like, this one is my favorite. That's great. <laughs> because all you're doing is talking to a parent and you're saying, I love this child. That's all you're doing. <laughs> That's all you're saying, yeah. So... Telling me you love one of my daughters or sons, it means I did a good job. Yes, definitely, man. Definitely. That's all it means. So I allow I allow people to um I allow people to say, oh, this one is my favorite, that one is my favorite. You know, they all mean something to me. Yeah. And they were and they were all, they're all me. All of it is me. 
all I could tell my fan is that I'm always giving you a hundred percent me. You know, and, we appreciate that, man. And and that's that's you know, I don't have to create this character to get into the booth and to, you know, I don't have to um work that hard to just be me on when I'm creating music. Um, I'm a, I'm a well, I'm a well lettered person. I'm educated. I'm humble because I come from the streets. I'm a black man in this world that is not designed for us. Mm. So, you know what I mean? What you get in my music is what you get. You know what I mean? And that's amazing music, man. Another joint to check out on live from the airport is a joint called Shadow Dancer. So check out Shadow Dancer, produced by my man Cosmic. Word there you up. go. There you go. Gonna big all that up. So you went ahead and and you jumped into Mighty My, right? The next the next album. Um, I would, I would, um, I was going through some creative issues at the time with, uh, Chocolate Industries. Uh, they had an option and I created all this great music and they were telling me, no, you know, they would, they, they were kind of like telling me to go back to the drawing board. So. Um, I had a clause in my contract that gave me the ability to do side projects. Okay. So this is how me and Mighty Mai did that project about a year right after Look Mom. It was just like, bam. Right on time, man. It was right right on time. Because I had to, I had to keep it moving, man. You know what I mean? Um, shout out, um, shout out to Mighty Mai and shout out to Eon. I spoke to Eon about a month ago. Shout out to him. He's on, we're on Instagram BSing all the time. But, um, yeah, that's how that, that's how that worked out. Um, you know, make sure you check out a joint called The Beam Up. Feet uh by my by um Eon Mr. Eon featuring Vassair. It's a dope song. Um, but yeah, um, that's how that happened. I had the I had the ability to move around, get things done. I'm giving y'all music, and y'all are pretty much saying we don't want it. We want something else. You know, you gotta love when people try to control the artists. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> so yeah, so that's how that happened. But to me, this album was pretty. It was it was the best damn rap show, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I think I, it was. Listen, those beats that Mighty My produced on that album, I don't think anyone could have flowed on it like you did. 
all respect to Eon and all that, but these particular, this particular production on his album, your voice, your voice. I'm glad that you're pointing that out because if I say it, it doesn't, it doesn't come across the same. If I say it, I'm just a cocky MC. What MC doesn't think he's nice? So I need more people like you to dissect projects to be like, no, 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 no. I think y'all need to revisit these key projects and then let's have the discussion about who's the best MC on the planet again. You know what I mean? Like, but, And here's the thing, right? Let me ask you a question. <laughs> So with, with with okay, you had that situation with chocolate, right? That's so it's, you know it's so all good, know, right? So in the end, we just parted ways, you know what I mean? And um So there was no ill will. There's no ill will. Okay. We ended up parting ways, you know, and um that's when I went strong into the Mighty Joseph projects and the project known as Deuces Wild. Yes, Deuces Wild. Which got written up in the source. I was in the Source magazine. I was in Double XL. You know. Yeah, definitely. I but- laugh. I laugh because in the double XL I'm in, I'm sharing a page with Pitbull. <laughs> so like when I see Pitbull's commercials, I'm just like, wow. Wow. He was in the same double XL with me. You know what I mean? But you know, um every everything doesn't come down to talent, you know. Um if you've got the right sponsors, yes, you can sell water to someone who's drowning. So that's, that's you know what I mean. How about that? It's not it's not hard to sell water to somebody who's who, who's thirsty. Yeah, yeah. Who's starving? Definitely. They might snatch the bottle out your hand, but. If you've got the right team and the right sponsors, they can sell water to somebody who's drowning. It's that easy. So, you know, shout out to Pitbull, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. There's, you know, no hate or no haste or no, you know. Nah, definitely, definitely. But I feel like, like you said, the Mighty My one and then the Deuce is Wild. It, it will it will it will make like a label go damn we should have put that out ourselves though yes yes i'm sure a lot of people have said damn we shouldn't have fucked up our business with him i'm sure a handful of people have said that um because i'm a straightforward guy and you know you know, the minute you cross a certain line, you just know it's done with me. I'm an Aquarius, so once we make our mind up, it's That's a wrap. It. Yeah, it's a wrap. There's there's no it's turning back. 
we make our mind up, it's done. We either gonna pull a gun or we not. You know what I mean? Like we either gonna we either gonna pull a blade out or we not. Once we make up our mind, so you know. That's yeah. it. Definitely. And you I know. noticed, and I noticed too that within these albums, you started using your I, I mean, obviously, you know, because it's your voice, but you started, you started like giving us a, a you know, us like a all types of vast air when it came to the voice. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you got a distinctive I started, voice. I started to learn. I mean, you know, I pay attention to the greatest, you know, to the greats that I grew up with, um, you know, and some of the greatest voices that I grew up with, um, Q-Tip, uh, Guru, Biggie, you know, just to name a few, I could keep going. Um, Greg Nice, yeah. I would pay attention. I would pay attention to them because I knew I had an interesting voice. So I would take cues from all of those greats. Shout out um, to my brother, Sadat X. He hit me up when my father died. That, that meant a lot to me. Shout out. He knew he met my dad. Oh, wow. So shout out to Sadat X. Word up. Um, yeah. So I would take cues from all of them. All of them is very important. And I started flexing my voice better, definitely. So you might like certain music from a certain time, and I like it too. But I was working my voice better after that. Yes. And I was and I and I was working triple and double meanings better after that. So a lot of things that I um brought forth on some of my earlier records, I'm still doing it. I'm just better at it. <laughs> Man, I tell you, bro. I'm still doing I'm still doing a lot of those old tricks. I'm just better at it. I'm more on time. I get from A to B much quicker. And that's the skill of an MC. Like I'm I'm not really here to be a spoken word poet. Yeah. I'm here to be an MC. So I got to get from A to B Let's go. We have to move. Hip hop is about a, a tempo. You know, spoken yes. word, you was technically doing that with no beat. Yeah. So there's a part of me, there's a part of me that that I have a there's a part of me that likes the spoken word. So there's an element of that in what I do. Yeah. But I'm an MC, man. I'm a rapper, man. You ride, you you be riding them beats too, man. Lovely, man. Yeah, I like I like to show. I like to show the importance of melody. That what beautiful flow, man. 
we're making music. We're making music. I want to show the importance of melody. And yeah, ask any producer, when you make a song with me, you make it with me. Because I'm involved. I done turned the hook into a bridge. I turned the bridge into the hook. I don't play around. I just don't rap something and then walk away. Yeah. And 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 they produce the song. I make the record. If you made the beat or not, you're gonna know my input. Because I affect the automation. I tell you, yo, when I said this, drop the drum and watch the effect. That is true. I when can I see say, that now. When I say this, this, and this, pull the sem- pull the sample, but leave the drum. Mm. So I'm a huge part of the process. So, you know, I'm a real hip-hop musician, and I know my fans know this. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just making it known for the record. That is, that is great, man. That is great. And, and you know what? You show a lot of love to, to, uh, to producers, obviously. Because every time you drop an album, you always follow through with the instrumental for the most part. Yeah. Um, Yes. For, for the most part, definitely. So you do, do you do any producing yourself? I mean, for what you just said, you are, you you produce, you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I produce. Um, if you go back to look mom, you'll notice that I did the bonus track on the album. Okay. I produce and I co-produce. There's a lot of things I've co-produced. I sat right there and was working with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm I'm only seen as the rapper. You know what I mean? So a lot of people know that about me, you know. Would you ever put out a, a, a EP or an album with you producing the entire album or project? Uh would you see likely, yourself doing that? Most likely, yeah. That's you know, that's that's something I've I've thought about. Um, I've thought about doing it because it would definitively that'll put you over the top, man. It would definitively put me out there as a producer, which is good. It's okay. Um, you know, well balanced. Um, I'm a hip hop musician, so you know, if 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 I put my mind to it, you know, I could do it. I I tend to be a better um. My stronger point is co-producing. Okay. Um, I'm still working on my drums. Can't get the drums right where you want them? But but anybody will tell you I have the nastiest ear for a sample, chops, you know, playing shit backwards and chopping it. I'm nasty. But drums are the real skill of making a beat. That's the foundation, man. And until I get my drums right, 
I wouldn't produce a whole album by myself. Okay. You know, I'm 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 fine with co-producing. I I always feel like you're you're like the consistency of like uh, futuristic flows, as I want to say, right? You have a lot of like you like you take us places, man, <laughs> with the rhymes, right? I have some, I have levels, I have levels, I have a part of me, part of me, my allergies, I have a part of me that's very esoteric, Um, there's a part of me that's very esoteric, very uh, spiritual, philosophical. Okay. And then there's a grounded part of me um, that's just real and raw and frustrated and tired. So all of that comes across in my music. You know, so we could go to different dimensions, definitely. Yeah. And, And I do that on, I do that because I just love pushing myself. So that's how you end up getting all of those sounds out of me. It's just me pushing myself. And when a a person knows they're working with me, they tailor shit for me. I'm not the biggest dude that just takes your beat that was sitting in the drawer. Now, once in a blue, there's a hard beat that nobody could tackle but me. So that happens sometimes. Yo, I tried to give this to blah, 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 and it just never worked. (laughs) And then I get on it, and it's a hit, and we're laughing. But it gets real dangerous when we're talking about working. Because when I'm talking about working with someone, it gets dangerous. They're able to plot. They're able to listen to certain things and go, I like how you were on this. So I'm going to do a couple of joints in this vein. And we start working. And it just goes off after that. And it just goes off because, you know, we're constantly biting our own ideas to make them better. That's all, that's all any musician ever does. Definitely. That's all, that's all any artist ever does. They're constantly biting their own self. They're ripping off ideas that they've done already, but they can do it better. It's like, nah, nah, I can do this better. It's like when a, um, a skateboarder does a trick. Yeah. It's like when a BMX guy does a trick. It's like when a martial artist completes a task like cutting something or breaking bricks. You've got to do it again. You understand? To get that right. Definitely. You've got to do it again and again and again. Um, shout out to Shin Budokai. Um, 
my original Aiki Jiu-Jitsu dojo. But yeah, man. You incorporate that a lot in your music. You got a love for martial arts. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's a part of my life. Definitely. You know, um, you know, I'm a martial artist, um, you know, my whole life. A lot of people around me are, you know, it's like a cultural thing. So I'm surrounded around people in my rap team are by we do everything. We got boxes, karate, you know, everything, everything. Yeah, you try to come too close for that autograph. <laughs> yo, watch, that, watch those autographs, yo. Yo, I can't promise you it, it might get a little dirty. But yeah, you know what I mean? We from the streets, so. Hey, I listen, see, man. <laughs> I can see it coming. I will see two dudes frowning, and it's a thousand kids smiling and swinging their arms at my music and i can see two dudes frowning how about that so you know i'm looking to see if those dudes are trying to get backstage (laughs) yeah right i bet you understand i'm I'm already alert i don't even play you got to be man especially when you're out there doing this man it's i'm telling you man you gotta I be don't on point play. i can see when they send in a girl to weaken us up <laughs> oh this is the decoy don't even fall for that uh-huh go ahead with that man <laughs> that's the decoy i'm good so vast man to you know tonight was about you you know your career yeah, you know man. What's um, what's next yeah. for you? What is next for me? Wow. Um. Well, like I said in the beginning of the program, I lost my parents. So from losing my parents, it's put me in this state of constant work. Okay. I'm constant working. I'm constantly finishing things. You know, um, I'm going to hang up from you, you know, finish up some dessert from from my dinner, and then I'm going to be editing my book. I've been working on a book for 15 years. Wow. And it's more of the esoteric side of me, the, the God body, the Sufi, the weirdo that's in my music that everyone is like, what the hell? What is he talking about? <laughs> Like, what is he talking about? But I want to sit there and listen. You know what I mean? It's not, what is he talking about? Turn that off. It's, what is he talking about? I'm going to listen to this 10 times this week. And if you're like that with my music, that's, that's your inner self trying to get you to learn. Trying to get that understanding. Your inner self is telling you, play that song again. That's right. Because there was a message in that song that's fucking with your subconscious. Mm. So the subconscious sometimes is trying to tell you to do things. To help you. You know, not on the level of a bad habit. 
I'm talking on a higher programming level, which will help you change your bad habits. Yeah. Wow. This is, this is great. This is a, this is, you just broke, broke, breaking a book on here. So, 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 so the book I'm writing is called the Asiatic calendar. Look out for it. I'm busting my ass right now so I could get it to you either by, well, we're already in October. So if I could get this book out by my birthday, I will feel good. Like February next year. If I could get this book out by spring of next year, I will feel great. So I'm busting my ass to try to get everything done. Um, so by the end of December, I could say, yeah, this is done. This is ready. Let me just give it to the world. It's been 15 years. Wow. That and, is- I'm, and I'm breaking down. Um, shout out to my man, Casual. He's a weirdo like me on this level. <laughs> Casual, yeah. Um, you know. Shout out to all the to all the uh, real real weirdos in hip hop that are trying to make a difference, but uh, it takes people like us that are passionate that are gonna take. You know, I know people that done put out ten books in fifteen years, but I did one book in fifteen years. That's how dense and powerful and potent I am about bringing real knowledge to the people. And I'm going to help a lot of people climb certain fences with so-called religion, spirituality, uh, time. What is time? What is this concept that we call time? And how did it, and how does it affect an organic being that is on a timer? Okay, so I explain the importance of acknowledging that you will expire, which brings us back to the original question, which is, what am I doing? I'm working hard, my brother, because we're on borrowed time. Borrowed time. This time is borrowed. It could be 90. It could be 77. It could be nine. Someone died at nine. Me and you made it past nine. We can't even fathom that. Yeah. You understand? We can't even fathom, you know. And I lost my mom in my 40s, someone lost their mom when they was five. Or didn't even get to meet them at all. Or didn't get to meet them at all. So we all have these different perspectives. And I'm doing my best to just help people get over, you know, certain philosophical and spiritual walls. I'm helping people climb walls, climb over mountains. That's great. You know, and misconceptions. So I'm going to just hold your hand and we're going to walk through mythology, religion, culture, 
philosophy, science. You know what's amazing, though? Racism, racism, sexism. Um, I cover it all because it's all us. And you do through your music. I do, do it through your music. I do through my music. And I think the person that understands my music is going to be one of the first that's going to understand my book. So the book is going to be like a more in depth of vast air. Yes. Vishnu Allah. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's going to be very personal. Okay. So that's going to be. Vast air is in the book. But it's Vishnu Allah. Vishnu Allah. You know, it's, it's, it's the real spiritual personality that created all of that music. And I'm just walking you through certain concepts. Wow, that's going to be amazing, man. I'm looking forward to that. Definitely. We gotta, we're we're, we're going to look at how all of the major prophets of the planet were people of color. They were Black. So what does that say about black people? When all of the prophets were black. We're going to talk about the original Greeks being black. We're going to talk about the original Native Americans. We're going to talk about the original people that founded Europe when there was no modern European around. So we're going to deal with the origins of humanity and we're going to deal with the origins of spiritual concepts. Everyone had a heaven and hell. Whose is older? Mm. Which, <laughs> one is, which one is older? Let's, let's read them all. Let's study them all. Because if you keep studying a concept long enough, you're going to get to the bottom of it. So I'm going to take you through the Chinese heaven and hell. I'm going to take you to the Caribbean heaven and hell. Mm. I'm going to take you to the African heaven and hell. And then you're going to know heaven and hell. And hell. Because you done heard everybody give their version. Man, that's a, that's a hell of a point, God. I'm going to show you the Chinese emperor. I'm going to show you the African emperor. <laughs> And by the time I done showed you eight emperors, you're going to know what an emperor is. is. Wow. And that's how I treated the whole book. So it's, it's like, it's, it's so many things. It's culture, it's philosophy, it's mythology, And it's forcing you to change your study patterns because people think they know it all. And then it's like, you didn't read this one line right here. 
You've been reading this page for 20 years. But what happened to these three lines that were right here? And you should see the expression in their face. You know what? That's amazing you brought that up because that happens a lot. Especially when it comes to especially when it comes to religion. I mean, my brother, let me tell you something. I could read the Quran, man, a million times, and I always go back and find new things that I didn't that I read already. But was it because I didn't understand it, or was it because I'm as they say, growing pains, right? I'm going back and I could I could I could you know I could acknowledge it and I could understand it better because of what I just went through. Man, there's things I read at 14, 15, and for me to read them now at 40, I'm just like, wow, I didn't see it that way at 16. I read that book at 17, 16, but I'm 40, 41 now, 42 now. And it's like, ah, I could dot the I and cross the T. Yes. So that's why it took me 15 years to write this book. Man, that is amazing, brother. Because when I say something, I'm saying it with confidence. And I've got five to 10 sources to back it. To back it. I'm not going to say something that I got to look up in my head and be doubtful. If I'm doubtful about something, I didn't talk about it. If I brought it up in this book, I am confident about what I'm talking about. And and it's okay. I don't have to be 100% correct. Because I know overall, I'm I'm 85% correct overall. As time goes on, you can nitpick anything and pick out a wrong thing. Yes. You know, but my overall message to you is 85 to 90% correct. Correct. Wow. And I'm going to leave that little 15% for me to be a human being. Exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know what's so crazy about that whole thing, though? Like, you know, yeah, you go back, you read, and and, and you got all the literature and the the, the knowledge, and, and, and you put it, right? And you dissected it, you went through it. You've seen it in different ways, right? You read it different ways. I think that all that, right, wouldn't matter if you don't go through stuff, right? Yes, you need the experience. You need experience for understanding, my brother. You feel me? And that's where a lot of people are lost in the sauce. And there's going to be people always lost in the sauce. Because people are stuck. A lot of people are stuck. They don't like to you know, go out of their zone or try to, you know, a book like this will actually, if I was to hand somebody a book like the one you're going to release and I hand it to someone that normally doesn't come out of their zone, that's going to make them think about it if they sit down and read. 
there's gonna be a lot of cognitive dissonance. So get used to that phrase, cognitive dissonance. Um, which means in layman's terms, you get hit with information that's factual and it jars your current understanding. It shatters, as we say in the street, it bombs you. I just got bombed because you know, you had a certain idea about something and all my book is going to do is force you to relearn. My book is the evidence that you have to relearn a lot of things. And like you said, people are comfortable. They don't want to change. But enlightenment True enlightenment sparks change. So those who are truly woke, not this joke on the internet and in yeah. the memes. See, being enlightened is a joke now. That's how you know we in the last days. We in the last days. And don't take me wrong. Life is infinite. But we are in the last days, meaning James Brown's generation and Method Man's generation, which is me and you. Yes. We're in the last days when being, being enlightened is a joke. Oh, the woke the woke community. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people that act enlightened are actually ignorant. And that's what gave room to that joke. But the reality is to be a Buddha is to be awake. So if you're woke, you are the Bodhisattva. You are the Buddha. When you're woke. When you're woke. When you understand, I got to improve my diet. When you understand, I got to exercise more. When you understand, I need to lessen my, my craving on material objects. That comes with that comes with age and experience. It comes with experience, like you just said a couple of minutes ago. It comes with experience and it comes with understanding. And you can't teach that. You cannot teach that. Everybody knows something, but everybody doesn't have understanding. Everybody knows how to rhyme. But they don't understand the rhyme like Vassair does. Mm. And that's why my music comes off the way it does. That's why Nas's music comes off the way it, the way does. it does. This is why Wu-Tang comes off the way they do. Uh, rest in peace to Prodigy. This is why Mob Deep comes off the way they do. 
because they have an understanding. Like you could drive a car your whole life, but you could never fix it. You could use a computer your whole life and could could never fix one. How about that, man? (laughs) That shows you have knowledge and you have no understanding. No understanding at all. How about that? A 10-year-old can watch a movie and knows when the couple kisses, that symbolizes sex. But they don't understand sex. No. But they still know, they know something about it. Yeah. So I laugh at people that think they know everything. Yeah, yeah. Because that's just the first stage. You're supposed to have understanding about it. And where does the understanding come from? That comes from the wisdom, which is the experience. So knowledge is man, your father, your starting point. Wisdom is your mother, where he planted the knowledge. And then your mother gives birth to you and you are the greatest parts of both of them. So the child being understanding is the combination of knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge, know the, to know the ledge, to perceive, to observe. Observation, that's knowledge. Wisdom, to have a wise dome, a wise domain. That's your mother. She completes the cipher. And then when she releases you, you are the understanding. And that's the cycle. It's 360. So, you know, shout out to everybody. Shout out to man, woman, and child. You know what it is. Peace to the gods. Peace to crimson gods. Peace to the gods and herbs, definitely. Um, You know. Peace to Akbar, the Allah school. Word up. Word up. Shout out to everybody. I'm here. Look out for the book. I'm working hard on it. A lot of people are going to be mad. Even people that think they have knowledge. They'll be all right. But they have no understanding. No understanding. And we're going to settle that in these next couple of years with a lot of the music I'm dropping and the book. And, you know, when I do the book, we could do, you know, we could do a a Zoom like this where we cover the book. Oh, we could do that, man, all day. I love that, man. I could sit here all day and talk about the book. (laughs) Shout out to the True Living you know, peace, yes. and love, peace and love to everybody in these crazy times. We're all trying to get by right now. And, um, 
just know that me and the team are working hard. I got a lot of new music coming. Again, I'm finishing up Airplane, which is supposed to come after the airport. So enjoy airport now as we finish up Airplane. And I'm starting work on the third Cannibal Ox album. Oh man, I've been waiting on that. Yeah. All right. It's gonna it's gonna be mostly centered around me. And I have a little bit of Mega, but how's Mega doing? Mega's in Harlem. He's doing good. You know, he's he took a step back from the music. That's why you don't see him as much. You know what I mean? He's and the again, mega man. And the fans know, the fans know that. He has struggled with bipolarism and drugs throughout the years. So, you know, he just, you know, he took a step back after the last album we did. So I'm going to have a little bit of him, but it'll mostly be me. And I'm going to go hard for our legacy. Yes. Word up. You always hold it down, man. You guys, you guys were great together, man. Yo, man, I love him to death. Beautiful, man. It's like creating, we can create. But I never wanted to force anything. You know, there's nothing pretentious. Yeah. Me and him will never do an album just because we're supposed to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he, he abruptly, um, you know, he retired. So I told him, I said, I'm going to keep the legacy fine and don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, you know, and, you know, similar, um, shout out to Charcoal Quest. They did a great album and they, you know, Fife was on it a little bit and they continued the legacy. So in, in that same vein, I'm going to continue the legacy. So look out for that. Definitely. Definitely. That should be amazing, man. Wow. Yeah, well, we appreciate you, brother, coming on here, you know, and we learned a lot today. And and I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, everybody that's going to be listening to this and watching the video, they're going to learn also. We're looking forward to everything you got going on. Uh, again, man, sorry for your losses, man, you know, uh, definitely, man, you know. So we appreciate you, man. We really appreciate you, all the hard work you've been putting in for hip hop. And I've been there watching you from the beginning till now and um thank you man that's all i could say thank you so much yo much love shout out to the team hit me up on instagram uh vasir2090 uh you know if you want to donate you know my cash app vasir2090 yo hit me up i'm on instagram i'm on twitter i'm on facebook vishnu allah you can find me, uh, sub- subscribe to my YouTube, uh, Vassier2090. I'm, I'm actually in the middle of trying to get my subscribers up so I can monetize my channel. So all my fam, I'm telling all my fans, you know, my fans are all scattered around. So I'm trying to get them, you know, I might have 10,000 on Instagram, but I have 100,000 on my Spotify. So I'm trying to get everything. Trying to get everything, yeah. You know, I'm trying. If I could get a portion of my Spotify just to go to my YouTube, 
You know what I mean? You know what so, Spotify needs to do for us as artists, man? They need to let us post links. Ah, yes. There's no links for us, man. We go That's into the artist page. We could, we could, we could upload our, our, uh, you know, our picture, our profile pictures. But they have it. But they have it set up where we can send the Spotify to everyone else. That's what I'm saying. Spotify, stop playing around, man. Look out, yo. We we trying to make money too, man. Yo, you shout know? out to the Crimson Guards. Um, peace to my man Kenyatta Black. Peace to Cosmic. Peace to Salvador, El Salvador. Um, shout out to V Mega. Um, shout out to LP. I spoke to him last week. Big up. I'm trying to build with him, do some big things. Yes. We trying to make we trying to make moves. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to pop that shit for you. You a good dude. You're doing good by the culture. And you know, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do it again. You know definitely, what I mean? Man, definitely, so, man. We're gonna talk about what I what I was telling you about too, man. About you know that, oh that, definitely that definitely. secret that definitely. secret <laughs> oh yeah keep that under wraps keep, keep that I mean? under wraps man there's a lot there's a lot going on there man <laughs> so yeah my brother like i said man peace to the god man i appreciate everything that you've done so far man never stop yo, brother yo man i'm here man i'm here and you know um just so there's some clarity. I'm New York all day, but I re- I relocated to Cincinnati just so everyone knows. Yeah, I've been in Cincinnati for a few years. You know, really, what I, mean? I moved to Philly. So, all right. Oh wow, wow, wow! So, um, shout out to um Copyright and uh, Metro. They're in Columbus. They're about an hour from me. So yeah, we plotting, nice. man. We plotting. Nice, you know man. I mean? Nice. Shout out. Shout out to Metro and shout out to D LaRue. You know what it is. Oh, also, I'm setting up a digital concert. So I'm going to need all my real fans. That's going to go down in November. We're going to so, post that. Let's just put it all over the place. You let me know and I'll put it in as a, as a commercial. You know, you're going to be the first one. You know what I mean? So we're going to build about that. Definitely. No doubt, Vast. But uh, definitely, man. Team. Hit me up on Instagram. Instagram, uh, Vast Air 2090. What's up? Definitely, definitely, definitely. So this is Let's Chop It Up with Zaz, and this is Vast Air. Peace.